Welcome to Are We There Yet? In Exploration and Education in Anime, I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dee Hollander. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime Peter Parker and Peter Cottontail. Huh? Nice. Huh? I, I understand one connection. Okay. <laughs> Unless I very under, uh, misunderstood uh, the powers of this other man. Uh <laughs> Might be a deeper cut back to the Spider-Man anime series from the nineties, two thousand. She she calls him Tiger. Mary Jane Watson calls Peter Parker Tiger all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Happens uh, happens once in the Tobey Maguire movies, and that's what I remember. <laughs> See, uh, for some small weird reason, I was thinking uh, he's usually associated with a different animal. So. <laughs> what animal is that? I don't know. Um, We're nearly 150 episodes in. I'm struggling. <laughs> I only got so many of these. It'll be a few more episodes until you just say, and I'm Brendan. And I, just, I just stop the bit entirely. <laughs> just abruptly stop. You you key up something and then uh, uh, turn change gears and just go with your own introduction. <laughs> and I'm your anime, the third host. <laughs> yes, Love exactly. <laughs> but what do we have going on this week? This week, we're watching a show called Tiger and Bunny. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, it was popular, I think, during my Tumblr days, because it has handsome men in it, so... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I checked. This came out 2011, so that yep. uh, about lines up. <laughs> yep. I, I definitely have heard the name before, but I feel like I've never seen any of it. But I mean, yeah. I was also not very prevalent on Tumblr, so that might be why. Tumblr. Tumblr. I, it's it's one of those e shows where it's like... It's, <laughs> I'm old. It's like... <laughs> oh, this is a terrible comparison off the bat. Uh -oh. It's like it's like Fanny and Stocking, where it's like the the characters precede themselves or whatever the word is, and so that's what gets super popular is like the designs and the characters. Mm. So the the plot kind of falls by the wayside in terms of fandom, and everyone's just like, "Look at these men!" Mm. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, we've seen it time and time again with stuff. It's like you get a good design character, people are gonna latch on regardless of what the context is, and then you know people get like, "Oh yeah, I know this character. I see them all the time." And you watch them, it's like, "Oh wow." Wow, that's a different character I thought they'd be, but like everyone loves them because of the design. Mm -hmm. So a design can really carry stuff. But yeah, I don't. I like. I know. I think the loose plot of it, of like a loose premise mm -hmm. of it, and like that's about it. And I've seen like almost nothing of it. So like, I don't know. I, I guess it was decently popular mm -hmm. at the time. But. I was reminded of it because I saw a TikTok. Someone bought some very nice figurines. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is something I had only seen the title of, like, in context talking about anime, but never, uh, no art. I uh, was relieved to find out it was not a furry show. Uh, <laughs> so 
Uh, that's good. But yeah, apart from that, I know what it's not and not what it is. <laughs> Were you really relieved that it's not a furry show? <laughs> well, it's a mystery. Oh. Well, shall we find out what this is? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to watch the first three episodes. Let's Let's jump and pounce on in. Ah. Ah. I wish this was furry and not superhero. <laughs> <laughs> the duality of man. Hey, it's not furry this time. I wish it was furries. <laughs> Ooh. I always wish it was furries. <laughs> At least it's entertaining. In episode one, um, there's hero TV breaking news. Some mass criminals are fleeing from the cops, and the news announcer says that no heroes have arrived at the scene yet. And we get the explanation that Hero TV gives like a play-by-play of hero action. And at the end of the season, uh, they award the best hero, King of the Heroes. It's like a sport. Uh, and so after the opening, uh, a hero arrives, Fire Emblem. <laughs> sure. Which I character? <laughs> I love Fire Emblem Three Houses. I love Fire Emblem. Um, and we see, like, the producer in the control room is, like, setting up the shot. She's like, yeah, get close in on Fire Emblem, whatever. Um, and he is catching up to the criminals. He readies his attack. He hits them. They lose a tire. Um, this is, we just are introduced to all of the players in the Hero TV season. So then we get Rock Bison. Um, the announcer says that he's been struggling in the rankings this season. He's just a big metal man. Um, <laughs> the resident himbo. Yep. <laughs> um, he gets his horn stuck in the front of the truck, and he can't catch the bad guys because he can't remove himself from the truck. The criminals steal a taxi, and then another hero shows up, Dragon Kid. She has lightning powers. She gets them. Um, and then in the background, we see another hero. His name is Origami Cyclone, and he just kind of is hanging out. And that's just his deal. It, it, <laughs> three episodes, and the only thing we know is he photobombs any chance he gets. Mm-hmm. That's it. He's, He's just like, like hey. I, I suck at heroing. I'm Origami. I'm literally paper strength. So uh, <laughs> I can be in the TV show. That's as much as I could do. <laughs> Please He's don't a- make me fight anyone. He's that Deadpool at a convention that's running around trying to get in as many pictures as possible. <laughs> but completely silent. Those guys are typically... Very loud. Not. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she didn't catch everyone. One of the criminals is hijacking the monorail. Oh, uh, no. And the people in the control room consider ending the broadcast since innocent people are involved now. Uh, but the producer doesn't want to. Um and then Wild Tiger arrives on the scene, um, and the producer tells him to hold for a 30-second commercial, but he doesn't want to wait, because if there are actual people in danger, he's not going to wait. So, you know, we get a hint that he's more into being a hero than he is for the a TV star. show. Yeah. Um, so they keep the cameras rolling, because he's not going to stop. Uh, he uses his power, which makes him 100 times stronger for five minutes. Um, and he, like, bends up the monorail track. Uh, but the criminal has already escaped into a blimp. 
The chase continues. Um, and then Sky High comes to save the day. I love Another that movie. title. Uh, <laughs> other references. Uh, other one. Um, he's the reigning champion, and Tiger is not happy that he's shown up. He's like, I just did so much hard work, and now you're here, and the audience already loves you. Bullshit. <laughs> we love Mary um, Elizabeth Winstead. <laughs> Um, so Sky High gets shot at, he avoids it, and then the missile is heading toward Tiger. Uh, we also see that Sky High has wind powers. Like I said before, the audience loves him. Uh, the blimp is gonna crash, and Tiger is ready to save the criminal. Um, you know, take him to the police. Um, but the criminal jokes that he'd rather wait for Sky High. Uh, and then the blimp approaches a boat, but thank goodness... Blue Rose stops it with her ice powers. She's cute and she has a catchphrase. <laughs> um, and then Tiger complains that she's only in it for the points while he is the one who actually caught the guy. Um, the guy shot him, but he's okay because he's a hundred times stronger than the average person. Um, hey, boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, he. Uh, the criminal goes running for Blue Rose, but she just runs away. Like, she she really is just in it for, like, the publicity and the points. She doesn't care to fight. She made her um, entrance. She's done. Yeah, she's good. Um, and then Tiger's power runs out. Uh, and as he's falling out of the sky, someone catches him. Someone <gasps> new. Even the announcer doesn't know who this is. What? So this guy gets the bad guy, and he reveals his face, uh, which is unheard of he's very handsome the audience loves him because he's very handsome beautiful boys check yeah and, and yes, he has definitely. a super cool awesome name right <laughs> yeah we'll get to it <laughs> super cool um and then like we see blue rose like performing a concert uh solidifying the fact that she just wants to be famous she's a horse girl and she won the race she's obligated yep. <laughs> to do a k-pop concert mm-hmm um so Tiger asks this new guy who his sponsor is, and he says, I don't have one. I saved the guy. Who cares? Um, or got the guy, not saved him. Um, <laughs> and Tiger reprimands him for showing his face. And he says, it doesn't matter. You got to keep up with the times, old man. So even though they look like they're the same age, it's established <laughs> that Tiger is older. <laughs> Tiger has facial um, hair, which means he's 35. And jaded. <laughs> Um, so it's time to announce the winner of the season. Um, all of the heroes are on stage, but Tiger's manager is scolding him for messing up the monorail track, and he might not have a job if he keeps this up, and then he runs off to the ceremony. Um, so Sky High is announced to be the winner again. He thanks the general public which is with his catchphrase, which I guess is just thank you. Cool. <laughs> um, and then the CEO of whatever... Uh, comes out to uh, introduce this guy in a red suit. Who could it be? Uh, and it's the so hero excited. from before. His name is Barnaby Brooks Jr. But what's his hero name? That's it. Mm, accountant <laughs> man. A <laughs> uh, so he has the same power as Tiger. Um, but they also say that he has the power of youth, which is just to say that he's younger than Tiger, so 
Just he's real shit. Direct fuck you. <laughs> Just yeah. real shit. He's been shit. a star of their show for so long. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then the CEO does like a little info dump about Next, which is like the generation of people who got powers because of some mutation. Same old stuff in most superhero anime. Powers uh, caused by a mutation. Damn magic zoomers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Tiger takes the opportunity to leave. Um, he stops at a magazine stand. He reads the back of his training car- trading card. It says he's past his prime. <laughs> Just and- Real shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just, the general public is like, we're done with you. No, thank yeah. you. Um, and he notices that others are sold out, so he buys ten of his own. <laughs> um, and then he gets a call from Rock Bison. Uh, he says he's surprised he's not at the after party. He's got a schmooze. Uh, got a mingle. Yeah, but Tiger's not about that. He's like, nah, I'm going home. So we see the heroes schmoozing. Uh, Blue Rose has like dropped her facade and she's talking to her agent about her catchphrase. Sky High is just like kissing ass. <laughs> uh, the producer lady goes up to the CEO. It turns out she was just promoted. She says she'll stop at nothing to create a spectacle. Ah, we love a so. hard driven news reporter that's willing to let people die just to get the story. Hooray! Yay! Um, Tiger is home and he gets a call from his daughter. Um, she says she has a recital and he's going to be there. He swears he's going to be there. Um, his mother, who is with his daughter, takes the phone and tells him that he should be more careful. It's at this point we find out that his daughter doesn't know that he's a superhero and she doesn't want to have to be the one to tell his daughter when he's dead. So she's worried about him. Um, and then Tiger goes to his manager's office, but there's a huge notice on the door, and it turns out the agency has been bought out. <gasps> so the ag- his agent gives him a business card saying that the guy on there is his new manager, um, and that on the next season of Hero TV, only the seven biggest corporations will be sponsoring heroes. Uh, so Tiger asks if anyone else knows, and then he realizes that he's the last to know, because <laughs> um, he's just not with it in any capacity. Which is um, ki- kind of weird, because they never draw attention to it, but Origami uh, Cyclone mm-hmm. was lower than Tiger in, like, the mm-hmm. rankings. But we still see Origami Cyclone running around, like, the next two episodes. So, like, I don't know if he got bought out by so, but, like, he's still... Do- Honestly, he might not even be a hero. Likes him. He might be freelance, because he doesn't do shit. He just stands <laughs> around. So who knows if he's <laughs> actually a hero. Yeah, he's with the extra department, uh, yeah. not actually with, like, the actual hero department. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I actually don't think he has any dialogue in these three episodes, so that's entirely possible. <laughs> um, yeah, I so, think the only thing we hear him say is like, yes, I'm in the shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so his manager, he asks his manager what he's going to do. He's like, yeah, I'll be fine. Um, and you will be too, Tiger. I'm, I'm going to misrepresenting you. I'm your biggest fan. So that's sweet. Yeah. Um, and then we see Barnaby walking out of a building as Tiger walks up and Barnaby, Bar- p- p- <laughs> Barnaby, Peepo, um, <laughs> Barnaby walked past a kid who had lost his balloon in a tree. So it's like, oh, he he scoffs at this child. He's not actually interested in helping people. What's his story? Um, but Tiger shows up and he helps him, gets his balloon out of the tree. Um, and as he's doing his cool flips... Uh, all of the cards he bought of himself fall out of his pocket. 
Um, and the kid is like, uh, yeah, I, I understand. You're a fan because you're both old. <laughs> you both um, like classics. <laughs> yeah. You're both past Retro. your prime, clearly. <laughs> um, so the kid offers him a tiger trading card, uh, saying that he's more of a sky high fan, so he doesn't need it. Uh, and he just takes <laughs> it. Um, so he goes in to meet his new manager. They had said Tiger's real name before. It's Kotetsu, but for ease, just going to keep calling him Tiger. Yeah. Um, he, he tells he, him he to go He still wears to... a mask in his normal everyday life, so he's still a hero. So, yeah, he's just Tiger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, the manager tells him to go to the design department to talk about his new suit um, and then there's an alarm. A giant statue is attacking the bridge. <gasps> um, luckily, the new manager does already have his suit ready to go. Um, and he's not sure if he can do it. Uh, he doesn't want to wear the new suit because his old suit was everything he represented. Um, which old. is, <laughs> yeah, not, not great. <laughs> um, and his manager loves to say, if you don't do this, you're going to be fired. We hear that a lot. Yeah. Um, so he gets out there. He's in like this high tech new suit. He's riding a motorcycle. Um, and we find out that the manager is pairing him up with another hero. It's going to be the first hero duo ever. Um, so he's out on the field and he sees Rock Bison and he's like, is it you? And then the episode ends. I'm going to say right now, the pacing in this show is super fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super I, weird. I feel like there was something missing from this episode because the next sorry skip ahead next episode starts and like we kind of it reveals it's uh barnaby but i don't we mm-hmm. never saw that like that was part of the yeah. flashback of like the previous episode it's but yeah, we don't it's see framed that. yeah it's framed in the first few seconds of the second episode as if it is like a previously on like so i went back to the end of the first episode to make sure there wasn't an after credit scene and there's not <laughs> okay because yeah, so... there isn't a third episode so yeah weird. so this yeah. one uh I d- uh, mm. There seems to be missing stuff in this episode, anyways. So we'll get to the <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll get to both of these. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we immediately start seeing yeah that scene where they're like, oh no, it's this other guy. It's like, uh, all right, you just sure. told me it was Bison, but okay, sure, thanks, reliable narrator. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, Tiger and uh, Barnaby are paired up. Uh, that's just such a weird fucking sentence. Uh, <laughs> Barnaby. Okay. Uh, I just got very self-aware for a moment. S- sounds okay. like Winnie the Pooh, like Christopher Robin and Rabbit. It's like, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so they are on the bridge chasing down this statue. Uh, uh, they're on uh, Barnaby's uh, mope. That moped motorcycle and Tiger <laughs> is in the sidecar. Naturally uh, humiliated. Huh. Um, so, yeah, I wrote down Brooks. I don't know why I keep calling him Barnaby. That's much more of a mouthful. So, yeah, I'll yeah. call him Brooks. Yeah. Um, That's right, I'm Bonnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you get that he's going to get the nickname Bunny soon? Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, Brooks, Bunny, uh, they race in to fight the robot. Uh, Tiger wants to jump in immediately, but uh, Brooks is like, wait, no, hang on. I, we only have five minutes of our powers, so... We gotta wait till showtime, so they have to wait for the cameras to go live because it's all about the show. Remember, um, mm-hmm. so 
uh, on the scene, all the other heroes are arriving as well. Uh, Blue Rose uh, just pulls up in her idol wagon in a, a, a <laughs> concert up. venue that folds out of the side. And she's like, all right, how you doing tonight? I'm opening for a statue. My career's going great. Um <laughs> Yeah, so we get we get a lot of like all the other heroes. We got, all the other heroes are Iron Mans. They're all Iron Mans, and then the two women are marketable. Mm. It's like yes, cool. Uh, the treatment of the women heroes and just women in general in the show is not great. Okay, <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, they uh, try to time out their uh, attack. Uh, and Tiger's like, I don't have time for this grappling hook. But he's in a new suit. He doesn't know how it works. So uh, he's struggling with it. Uh, he aims to grab onto the statue. But, oh, he shot just where Brooks jumped to. So they grapple each other and they're all tied up. Ah, wacky. Ah. Uh, they're an odd <laughs> couple, aren't they? Uh, ah. I get so that reference because really- I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> I think Tiger would get it too. Um Ugh. well the show would let you know that <laughs> Um But they're uh grappled together, they're all tied up, they're on the robot, and they see the giant fist of the statue coming to crush them and they're Aye. in the agent's office. Oh. Uh what? Oh, my oh God. thank goodness that statue ran out of moving juice just as you're about to get crushed. Thank you. Thank you for not animating that not complex sequence and telling us about it two seconds later. All right. Uh. Cool. Um, <laughs> Let's jump ahead so we can jump back so we can jump back ahead. It's like you could have just linear, could have just gone right ahead. All right. No. <laughs> Truly, I think the animators were like, we have no way of making a statue stop moving again interesting. Just have someone say it. It's, that's, <laughs> that is cheaper than us doing this <laughs> boring sequence. Um, but the agent is like, ah, oh, you two are dipshits out there, but the camera loves you. Ah, <laughs> Hollywood. Um and he's saying, Tiger, you're obsolete. This is your only chance of still being relevant and a hero. You have to be his sidekick or you're fired. Don't forget it. J. Jonah mm-hmm. Jameson. Um, <laughs> so they go and have him talk to the scientist who made his suit. <laughs> and this is God. just a very confusing sequence in every language. <laughs> so, so what they show us is... Uh, he goes in to like figure out why his suit wasn't working great, and he goes and talks to a scientist who's very soft-spoken. Mm-hmm. He's so soft-spoken, there's no recorded audio for this man. Mm-mm. He just says nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his mouth uh, is moving. Mm-hmm. There's no like <laughs> stage whisper. It's just dead air. It's the weirdest fucking thing I think I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I legit thought I was like going crazy. I was like, why What's bother? Happening right here. Mm. Like I had closed captionings on, and it was just translating that as whispering. So oh my I was like, god! Oh, not fucking helpful. <laughs> so I, uh, at the recommendation whisper, of G, I went to the Japanese audio Same. with the English subtitles, not mm-hmm. closed captioning. That again was whispers. But going to the actual English provided track and Mm -hmm. there is where we get the actual like 
useful information in the scene in which the scientist is like, hey, I'm the Edna mode here. I'm Mm -hmm. not even going to try. Here's your new suit. Your old one was bullshit. This one is much more fire resistant. We're going to stress test it, show you all this, uh, take buzz blades to it. But this is all text. This is no audio and it makes no Mm -hmm. fucking sense. Yeah, I was like, I was like, okay, so like this really is just the bit that we don't get to hear him speak because I was watching it in English first. We, we just don't get to hear him speak. We get the implication of what he's saying through Tiger. But then when I switched to J- Japanese with the subtitles and he was actually saying things that mattered, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. What, in, what, why was this the choice? And in the Japanese, there is someone talking, but like I maxed out the volume on my computer in every way I could, and I still couldn't understand what he was saying just through... Like, uh, I, I also don't speak Japanese, so that probably could have been a hurdle. But, like, I could still barely under, like, even hear what he was saying, let alone the context. So I'm like, why was this yeah. done? Yeah, this was, was weird. <laughs> I was cranking up my studio monitors. I'm watching it at my computer, and it just nothing. I was cranking it, and I was like, no, if Tiger comes on screen, I'm going to kill my neighbors. I can't yeah. do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. And, like, it's a comedy bit. I don't get the joke. Like... It's just a really quiet person. I don't get what (laughs) the punchline is here. Like, they're not going for, like, shy scientist nerd type Mm -hmm. because the dialogue provided is, like, very general. Like, yeah, your old suit sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's fine. Anyways, super weird. weird. I don't get it. Um, Mm -hmm. But... But uh, they get to the uh, great silent comedy routine bit of uh, <laughs> they uh, uh, a new feature in your suit. It's a watch. Ha ha ha. Uh, but Tiger sees the time and uh, who could have guessed? He forgot about the recital. Oh, so. beans. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I wonder how this is going to resolve itself. Um, so uh, he immediately calls uh, his daughter and... You've seen this scene a million times in a million different genres, but oh, you're not going to make it, aren't you? Just like the last time. Uh, blah, blah, blah. But he's sure like, nope, mom I'm on my dead. way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's like, oh, there's this weird hot ice skater here. He's popular. Okay. Uh, cool. cool. Um, <laughs> but he's like, all right, I'll be there. Um yeah, so as he's on the phone with his daughter, oh, that statue reactivated. Okay, he's got a, oh, oh is he going to make it? Who knows? <laughs> um, but he rushes to the scene. He's like, all right, got an hour. I have plenty of time. We'll knock this out real quick. I can only do five minutes of work anyways. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sam. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, he gets to the scene with uh, Brooks. And, oh, the statue has a kid. Uh, But Brooks is like, hold on, does the kid have a statue? And Mm. Tiger's like, no, damsel in distress, he's a boy. (laughs) Um, But then, weird pacing, flashback time. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect Uh, time. Yeah, we get a flashback. (laughs) We get a flashback to a bank robbery where uh, tiny baby Tiger is... Uh, uh, being held hostage. Oh, when a superhero comes in, an even older superhero, <laughs> the first hero, Mr. Legend. All uh, my not good. Yeah. <laughs> Out of shape, Alma. Uh, Mr. Incredible, literally Mr. Mm-hmm. Legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, 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 that's a better one, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, 
um, uh, a bad guy sneaking up on Mr. Legend, but, oh, this boy glows, and uh, uh, he stops the bad guy. And Mr. Legend's like, oh, boy, you you saved me. You're a hero yourself. And he's like, oh, me? Oh, I just get kicked around on the playground, even though I can beat the shit out of him. <laughs> um, but he's like, hey, stick with it. You'll be a great hero one day. And he does. It's Tiger. So, um... I never uh, understand this trope, like especially in superhero stuff. But it's always like, "Oh, the other kids make fun of me because I'm different. Because you have superpowers and you can murder any of them at any I wouldn't make fun of the kid that can murder me by blinking. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. why? <laughs> like I know kids are dumb, but like why? The uh, uh, Chihuahuas will try to fight bears. Uh, that, nothing yeah, makes right. sense. Fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, he sees. Oh, in addition to this hero, um, oh, wait, no, they got grabbed by the statue at some point during the flashback, um, Mm -hmm. so they're being held by the statues, their powers aren't activated yet, so they're actually stuck, um, and while they're in there, uh, oh, we get the first reference to Tiger calling, uh, Brooks Bunny, because, oh, he has pink little sticky-up parts in his helmet that look like gears, he's always bouncing around Bunny. But mm-hmm. no, I'm I'm fighting the name of the show. This is gonna go well <laughs> for me. Um, uh, but as they're fighting, oh, they're being told a stone lion from downtown also came to life because uh, this statue stopped moving. Um, and oh no, wouldn't you know it? It's going towards the ice skating rink where his daughter's thing is. Jeez. Oh, oh. oh boy. Um. So, uh, uh Bunny is like, oh, I. The statue can come back to life at any time. I'm going to chill here and not use my powers yet. And Tiger's like, all right, fuck you. Uses his powers and leaves him there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he goes to the ice rink. Um... Uh, oh, as he's flying downtown, uh, the like show producer calls and is like, "Hey, you! I know you're what you're thinking, you destructive motherfucker. If you destroy that statue, which is a historic landmark, you have to pay for it." So he's like, "Oh, all right, uh, good property rights, whatever." Um, yeah. So. Well, no, it makes every show fun. Bureaucratic red tape. Love it. Mm-hmm. Woo. Love a good restriction. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we have an unlimited hero. Let's stop him with legalities. <laughs> um, so he wait, that is the Incredibles. Fuck, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> oh, they did it better. It's fine. It's um, true. So, uh, so he gets to the ice rink. Oh, the statue crashes into it. Um, and uh, we see. Okay, this was, like, one of the, the things I liked in this. One of the few, like, I, my notes are crossed out several times because they actually uh, caught me off guard. <laughs> what so, does this feel like? Enjoyment? Uh, he flies in and sees his daughter on the ice rink. And, oh, scaffolding is falling. Oh, so I wrote down, uh, his daughter almost gets crushed. But then he keeps flying, getting closer. He's not fast enough. Is Are we going to... Are we going to watch his daughter die? And she's crushed. I was like, oh, damn. Okay. Cross that out in my notes. <laughs> and then he stands there. We linger on the sad moment where he's like, I failed my own daughter. I I can't be a hero anymore. And then five seconds later, oh, thank 
Thank you, Mr. Brooks. <laughs> and oh, uh, saved his daughter. Uh, just swooped in and the last second, uh, so fast that even he didn't see it. Um, How could this so, be possible? Don't ask that question. Who cares? Yeah. power how. But yeah, I will give the show that one thing. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. My question um, is, why didn't he use his wire, which grappled onto Brooks earlier in that episode, and proved yeah. that he can pull someone to what him? What did I say? Don't yeah. ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, uh, his daughter is safe. Cool. Um, so we see, like, everyone has run out of the ring at this point. Uh, we see uh, Bunny and Tiger talking to the kid on the lion, and... They're like, hey, stop. He's like, no, I'm a little freak boy with powers and everyone hates me. So I'm going to show them, you know, the thing, you know, standing up for myself. I could do this small scale like as it happens, but uh, no, I got to make a city incident out of it. Mm -hmm. So um, he was going to fight that popular kid from before. Uh, Who cares? They Um, knew each other. They were roommates. They were roommates. (laughs) Um, yeah, so, uh, seeing the same thing that was happening to him, but, like, stopping a villain arc, Tiger's like, hey, kid, I, I, too, was the same way. I was a little next weirdo that everyone hated, but use powers for good, not for murder. And kid's like, you you really believe in me, mister? And Bunny's (laughs) like, hey, don't inspire him. If we don't arrest this kid and throw him in prison, we don't get points on a TV show. So... Uh, they they really make Barnaby a really unlikable piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, oh, um, no, let's not do that. Let's save someone. You know, hero stuff, morality. Uh, mm. So Tiger talks him down. Uh, and he's like, all right, we'll, we'll uh, just stick on the light side, kid. We'll uh, talk to your parents and get this all sorted out. Um so they go outside, everyone's cheering, ah, situation resolved. Ah, but but the the building's collapsing. Oh no. Um but all the heroes are here at this point. Uh so they all fly up and grab the building. And uh just as they grab it, uh they're like, Oh no, my five minutes are up. I'm not gonna have all the strength to stop this building from falling. So uh uh, the the kid can control inanimate objects. So Tiger shouts down to him, Hey, kid, this is your chance to be a hero. Redeem yourself. This is technically your fault, so you kind of owe us this one. <laughs> um, but he's like, But what if people think I'm weird? And they're like, Hey, we're all, we're all heroes, goddammit. Do this. Uh, and he does it. So yay, day is saved. The giant um, metal statue from downtown that was five minutes away, it's here now, suddenly. Yeah, Somehow. yeah, it grabs the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I kept forgetting about that part. I was like, why, you can just grab, you dealt with a stone lion, does it have to be anthropomorphic, or can you just grab this yeah. building? I thought uh, he whatever. was going to lift it with his brain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, situation resolved. They go back to the agency, and the agent's like, nah, you're fired. Nah, just kidding. Teamwork's actually working out. Uh, you're, you're actually <laughs> gotcha. getting ratings and attention, so keep it up. Meh. Um, so Tiger calls his daughter and is like, oh, weird. I got stuck in traffic. I couldn't make that thing that got stepped on. Sorry. Um, uh, but 
she's like, it's okay. I have a new hero, and it's Bunny. And he's <sighs> like, oh, beans. Oh, <laughs> and that's episode two. To be fair, it, it didn't go where I thought it would with the recital. I thought he was going to miss it because of work, and then his daughter's disappointed, and he has to regain her. Instead, it was just fucking destroyed. So, like, he yeah. technically <laughs> didn't miss it. So, like... It it didn't go how I thought it would. It's not my <laughs> fault, sweetie. The giant <laughs> robot ruined it. Also, in that episode, we see, um, we yeah, we find out the kid was being bullied by the like fancy boy ice skater. We see the ice skater earlier knock into uh, Tiger's daughter, like knock the phone out of her hand, and keeps skating and like looks back, acknowledges that he did it, and keeps going. And at the very end of the episode, when the kid's being taken away by the police, the ice skater runs up. And it's like, hey, Tony. You're pretty cool now and not a freak. And I'm like, he didn't even apologize. Why do we care about this shit? I was like, let that kid die. That kid sucks. You're (laughs) getting positive attention. I latch onto that. So we're buds now. This kid was just like, I I was like, we got good anime ice skater boys. Fuck this kid. I never want to see him again. (laughs) My parents don't love me, so somebody has to. (laughs) I, I hated this kid so much. I'm like, you're on screen for three seconds, and I hated every moment of it. <laughs> yeah, the good news is that he probably never comes back. I hope not. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> anyway, uh, episode three starts off with Tiger and Bunny getting shot at during a firefight. They're taking cover behind like a building. It's kind of like broken down around them. They're like strategizing, like, all right, we'll sneak up on the shooters on the left side, and we'll ambush them. Bunny's like, no, there's mud on that side. It'll be more tactical advantage to sneak up on the right side. And then Tiger says, I don't care what side we go. And then Bunny says, okay, if you don't care, let's go on the right side. And Tiger goes, no, I want to go on the left side. It's like, well, clearly you fuck. Oh, it's like, God, Classic. It's like going out to dinner uh, with someone. It's like, I don't know what I want to eat. It's like, get the chicken fingers. It's like, I don't want chicken fingers. Then clearly you know what you want to eat. It's not chicken fingers. <laughs> oh, I hate it. This bugged the fuck out of me. <laughs> this unlocked something I didn't realize was in me. Um. And so Tiger stands up out of cover and says, no, we're going the left side because I say so. We see all the, uh, like, laser scopes on the guns, like, lock onto his face. And he goes, "Uh uh-oh. And it's the opening sequence. Uh, Standard opening sequence, montage all the characters and all that stuff. Nothing really special. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we come back, and Tiger's on the ground. And it's like, I guess he got shot? Mm. And then Bunny walks over to him with his mask scope, and he's like, that's why I said we should have gone to the right side. You blew it. And the simulation. It's like, ah, it's a simulation. That's why he wasn't murdered by the yeah. guns shooting womp, him in the face. Womp. And uh, so we see, uh, yeah, same old shtick. Bunny's mad, trying to get the work done. Tiger's incompetent as Bunny's leaving. Uh, he's being followed by the Hero TV film crew. Uh, unfortunately, they get a lot of attention this episode. And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, while they're talking to my phone, they're like, yeah, we're just trying to get a, you know, follow you around, see what you are in your daily life. Just, you know, get coverage, baby. News, content, content. Uh, and while they're filming him, we see Tiger has a flashback to his boss, uh, his new boss lecturing him about how the, the duo is terrible, uh, pretty much solely because of Tiger. He's like the only flaw and everyone hates him and he's going to get fired. And we love corporate bosses and our content. Mm-hmm. And the boss recommends that they do a simulation to improve their teamwork and you know, prove their worth. Anyway, cut back to present day uh, and the producer wanting to talk to Tiger. They're like, yeah, come on out here. Get out of the simulation. We got to talk to you for a bit uh, for an interview. 
And then we cut to the news team interviewing all the other heroes, Sky High and Rock Bison and Fire Emblem. Everyone's there. And Fire Emblem is just a delightful over-sexualized caricature of a gay man, which is, you hate Stellar. to see it. Dude. You hate to see it. <laughs> Finally, During gay Pride representation, Month. right? <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, then they get to Tiger, and they're like, what do you think about Bonnie? And he's like, I got nothing to say. Like, he's your partner. It's like, you can't say anything nice. Don't say anything at all. Huh? And the producer starts chewing him out, saying, like, you fucking idiot. You can't say anything. I'll just write your lines for you, and then we'll just film you saying that. Uh, and then we see the two guys on the film crew, like the camera guys, uh, following Bonnie around. And they follow him back to his apartment. And they're like, no, we just want to see inside your apartment. You expose your identity to the world. Now we are owed every second of your waking life. That is what it is to me to be a public figure, right? Uh, so they follow him back to his apartment, and as he walks in, uh, Bunny really quickly hides something on his computer, and one of the the camera guy like comes over and he's like, "Oh, I get it. I'm a single guy too. If you find any good porn out there, let me know." It's like, "Wow, you went real creepy real fast." <laughs> yes, I, I just coworker, forward me your porn. <laughs> I leave pornography open on my computer at all times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a power move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, there's some sociopath out there that thinks it is. And he's probably doing great in the business world. Uh, yeah. That night, we see Barnaby finally buy... Oh, sorry, Bunny. Why would I use his real name? Uh, we see <laughs> Bunny by himself finally alone. And he sits down and turns on the news. And he sees his boss talking about, like, we're unveiling this new statue of Mr. Legend, the first hero. And he's just doing a big spiel. And Bunny remembers back when he was a wee child. And he's in a burnt down remains of a house. And his rich tycoon parents were assassinated. And that's when we see his boss swoop in and adopt this young child to exploit for his own profit. And uh, we see... Bunny open up the logo and the news clipping of his parents dying, the obituary and all that stuff on his computer. So he's clearly still searching for the killers, uh, whoever they may be. There's some weird logo or something. He's a uh, detective like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> they do have powers, right? It isn't just the suit. It's hard to tell because, like I said, all the guys are just in mechanical suits. Mm. So I don't know if any of them actually have powers or it's just the suit, uh. but... Well, Tiger had his powers in either suit, so That's presumably oh, no. it's oh. them. <laughs> oh, yeah. is are we just watching Neon Genesis Evangelion again? Ah, shoot. Uh, You're unplugged. You have five again. minutes. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Uh, yeah, there is a part later in this episode where they'd use their powers outside of their suit. But it's just like, why does everyone look like a fucking robot? I just, it, it was very unimaginative, in my opinion, mm. besides the mm-hmm. characters, except for the two women. I liked, uh, what was it? Electric Dragon? Kid Dragon? No, Dragon like Kid, whatever. Dragon kid. <laughs> it was like the only, her and Rock Bison, I'm like, hell yeah, everyone else, I'm like, all right, I can do without these. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, next day we see uh, Tiger is being uh, forced by the film crew to go and hang out with Bonnie and act like they're friends. And he's like, hey, let's enjoy some leisure time, amigo. <laughs> and they're just like, you're terrible at this. He's like, yeah, because I hate this. Like, I'm not going to act like I'm good at this. Uh, and yeah, we see him walking around. He still has his secret identity, but he's just wearing a little, like, Robin mask where it just covers the eyes. And it's like, gee, I wonder who that is. Uh. So, I don't know why. They <laughs> he only has them. one Luigi suit anyway, so we'll <laughs> still, still be recognizable. <laughs> he, yeah, he's he's a pretty unique looking guy. Um, and we see them walking around spending the day together. 
Bunny's taking pictures with fans, and of course Origami Cyclone shows up and does nothing else. And then that night they go uh, to the big tower where the Mr. Legend statue was uh, in the news broadcast yesterday. And they're like, oh yeah, we'll get some footage with you in front of the statue, and then we'll go up to the restaurant on the top floor and, you know, get a big scenic shot of that around the city. And as they're walking to the elevator, a maintenance guy walks out of the elevator, and uh, Tiger's like, hey, what are you doing in the elevator? It's like, I don't know, fucking using it? It's a big tower. Uh, and the maintenance guy's like, oh, I was just greasing the wires. And Tiger says like, oh, isn't it a new building? Why do it need to be fixed? He's like, it happens. And the guy just walks Wink. away. Wink, just like very on the nose. Uh, and then while they're up at dinner at the top of the tower, uh, all the staff is gushing about Bunny. You got waiters and waitresses coming up asking for pictures and stuff still. And uh, they're trying to have a conversation to get good B-roll footage. And it's just very rigid and Tiger's not loving it because he doesn't enjoy it. It's like, what's that building? It's like, I don't know. It's like, what about that building? It's like, fuck if I know. And just like, it's <laughs> real engaging conversation here. <laughs> um and then all of a sudden, an alarm goes off, and they freak out. Security guy runs up, and they're like, oh, it's okay, you can tell us we're superheroes. He's like, oh, we got a bomb threat called in? Uh, so we gotta get everyone out of this building before it explodes. Even if it, like, even if it's not real, we don't know, but we gotta get them out just in case. And then all of a sudden, Tiger remembers, huh, elevator, and runs off. And he's like, you, you get everyone else out, I'll take care of the bomb. And he runs off, and sure enough, it's in the elevator. And sure enough, there's a timer on it. Why do they do this? Uh, and it's got 17 <laughs> minutes left on the timer before it explodes. A good, so good, you know exactly how high the stakes should be. Good visual awesome. tension for this media. Uh, yeah, some, something's going to happen in about 16 minutes. Mm, oh. The episode will end. Uh, <laughs> and we see Bonnie leading the evacuation. Everyone's running downstairs. <clears throat> we cut back and we see uh, Tiger running back to him saying, like, cool, good, everyone's out. There's a bomb in the elevator we got to take care of. And we see the Hero TV crew is like, we gotta stay. This is high-stakes drama. We gotta film all of it. And, like, both heroes are like, no, you're a citizen. Get the hell out. And it's like, but the producer woman's like, this is my job. I gotta do it. I'm willing to die for it. And it's like, no. Uh, And Bunny suggests, (laughs) like, hey, what if Tiger just films it? Because he's not doing anything anyway. Because he's all washed up and old and dumb. It's like, fine. So the news, news crew finally leaves. Um. And then uh, we see all the other heroes evacuating the rest of the people in the tower. Apparently, anytime there's any incidents, all of the heroes are at the ready to like help out. They've so, got nothing better to do. <laughs> seems like it. It's like New York City in the Marvel Universe, where it's just like there's just like 50 heroes at any given time ready to mm-hmm. jump into action. And if it's so high stakes drama in that city and dangerous, why would anyone fucking live there? <laughs> uh, what if they all have kids and they all were late to the same recital? Oh, wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> what if they realize there's a recital and none of the superheroes show up and someone makes the connections of like, hey, isn't that guy wearing a dumb little mask a superhero? It's like, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they evacuate and we see the news crew go back into like their uh, truck down at the bottom of it. And we see Tiger and Bummy uh, uh, get to the bomb and there's 10 minutes left. And Tiger says, ah, the workman from earlier was suspicious, so I checked this location and found it. Bunny's like, all right, cool, I'll disarm it. It's like, you know how? It's like, yeah, it's standard practice for a hero. Any idiot would know that. Dummy. Yeah, yeah. it's not a bomb with an alarm clock attached to it and dynamite. Oh, you're old. <laughs> <Get it. laughs> Can't just cut the wick. Uh, <laughs> and we see uh, 
Bunny says, like, I'll handle this. You you run off and get out of here and, you know, get to safety yourself. Tiger's like, no. It's like, but if I'm going to be here anyway, I might as well film me. And he, like, reclines and takes out the camera. And he's given starts recording all the footage. And, uh, oh, and then we'll cut back down to the news crew. And uh, there's a woman in the control center uh, speculating, like, huh, Tiger said he found the bomb, but we didn't see it. And Tiger's been kind of low in the ratings lately. What if he made up this bomb threat? Just to get attention. And it's like, huh, that's a shitty thing to speculate, lady. Uh, and the producer lady is like, no, 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 whatever. Just go back to, like, we're live. We got to focus on this stuff. And doesn't address it, but I assume that's going to come into a later episode. Uh, and there's two minutes left on the bomb. And Bunny's having a rough time. He's like, I got it down to two wires. It's either his top one or his bottom one. And I don't know which one it is. And, oh, uh, riveting. Oh, so nail biter. And Tiger says, he's like, just go with your gut. Go and gut answer. I say the bottom one. And uh, they argue back and forth, being like, you can't trust your gut answer. You got to have logic and, like, figure out exactly what. And then, yeah, 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 yeah gut answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You waste a minute and a half. Congrats, you got 30 seconds left. Um, <laughs> and then uh, uh, Bonnie goes to cut uh, the bottom one. And then at the last second, Tiger says, go high. And then activates his powers. And then we see Bonnie also act- activate his powers. And then we cut to them in the elevator shaft, like, reclining, chilling. And he asks, like, oh, uh, Tiger asks, like, oh, why'd you end up listening to me? Barnaby says, or, excuse me, Bunny says, <laughs> he's like, eh, I guess you could just call it a gut instinct. I just, I went with my you know, gut reaction. And uh, while they're talking, get a panic shot of just a hole through the ceiling above them, like something shot through the ceiling above them. We see a helicopter flying over. Um, and then all of a sudden, they see the news, uh, sh- news showing uh, footage that, tiger got while he was in the elevator shaft like holding the camera and it shows him punching a hole through the ceiling and tell and uh telling bunny to kick the bomb up to him that's what he meant by say go high so instead of disarming the bomb they just kicked it out of the building and it exploded above the tower i don't know why they tried disarming it if they just ended up doing that if that was always an option you probably could have saved the 17 minutes and taken the bomb further away from the city yeah, you could have walked up the stairs in that time to the roof and then done that. <laughs> Just thrown it or, like, into the water. There's a lot of rivers and water nearby. Like, mm. there's options. Because, like, uh, it seemed like Bunny knew, like, he kn- knew how to defuse a bomb. But he waited until going through all the process to be like, ah, yes, the inevitable 50-50% yeah. chance. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And uh, the... Hero TV news crew is like, oh, should we use the other other footage that Tiger got for us? It's like, no, we won't show that. And then it shows us, the audience, what it is. And it's just them arguing. Like, we've seen it for the last three episodes. It's nothing new. Uh, that's the ending. And we get a post-credit sequence of Tiger going to a fancy bar, meeting up Rock Bison out of uniform. And they're talking about the bomb. And they're like, oh, what was the bomber like? What was the bomb like? And uh, Tiger says, like, ah, it was a very sophisticated bomb. It was a C9 bomb. And uh, then they see uh, on TV Tiger talking about, how, oh, how great. God, my notes are messy. Uh, <laughs> while they're at the bar, the TV's playing on in like the background, and they notice on TV it's Tiger from the earlier news footage that they recorded saying how great Bunny is. And he's like, oh, boy, I sure do love my partner. He's amazing. And it's clearly the fake lines that the producer wrote for him. <laughs> uh, and then at the bar there's a pianist, and we see her playing, and then she stops playing, looks at Tiger, panics, and runs away. This is Blue Rose. I think that's her name. Mm. Uh, so I guess that's leading up to next episode. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that's episode three of 
the worst case scenario of My Hero Academia being controlled by sponsors <laughs> and the media. <laughs> There's literally an arc in My Hero Academia of like all these heroes are shit and they're controlled by like sponsors and I'm gonna murder all of them. And everyone's like, yeah, this is a great arc. This is a good storytelling. And then the show is just like, what if we made that the show though? What if that was the whole show? <laughs> yeah, the shitty Hydrox to an actually good Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> Which is that's Even, funny because yeah. this and Hydrox both came before came both first. of those things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think uh, Yeah, but like what if Hydrox deserved to fail is <laughs> There's a reason Hydrox isn't as popular even though it was first. I yeah. think that like uh this concept is interesting enough with like, you know, heroes competing for rankings and whatever. Um, and like the reality TV show aspect of it, I thought that was kind of interesting. But this show is just—it's so poorly executed. Like the yeah. pacing is bad, the writing is bad, the music makes it feel like there are no stakes, the acting makes it feel like there are no stakes. It's very strange to watch. Yeah, I yeah, I feel like there's stuff they could work with here, like sort of a Running Man's uh, uh what brain fart Running Man, <laughs> the story by Stephen King, where it's like. The actual story is a guy's like a fugitive on the run, and it's all a game show, and it's all commercialized and stuff. Mm. And like that's interesting, uh, but they could have done something like that, but with superheroes. Like, yes, there's there's something to work with here. Uh, to be fair, we're kind of like tickets at the beginning. We're kind of burnt out on superhero stuff, and we're super burnt out on giant corporate greed destroying our fucking planet stuff. Huh. Um, yeah. So I don't know when a good time for this <laughs> story would be, but there is. I agree, there is something unique and interesting there. But they they didn't uh, highlight that. They didn't go with that. Mm-mm. Yeah, the time for this, in fairness, was ten years ago. So, like, <laughs> it's our fault. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the bias of just being beaten over the head with superhero media, and oh, what if twist they're corrupt? Uh, <laughs> like, oh, weird. Like, yeah, they twenty eleven. Okay, this is a fine concept at that time where you have like one big team up thing and it's like, okay, big blockbuster we can work off of. This is the start of a phenomenon. So they got in on the ground floor. I'll give them that. Um, But at this point, it's kind of a numbers game of like, we see this concept over and over again. And at this point and just so many better versions that Mm -hmm. uh, like, if we saw this 10 years ago, okay, uh, writing's it's not fine. great, but yeah, it, it works. But now at this point where it's also generic design and uh, just uh, sitcom-y concepts we've seen over and over again, uh, yeah, it's just uh, unnecessary. Yeah, yeah I think we also, like, for the past couple of weeks, we've been talking a lot about showing versus telling and mm-hmm. how it's done well and not, mm-hmm. and this show somehow does neither but also both <laughs> and it's, it's not good ever like i can't imagine point. even when it came out 10 years ago i can't imagine ever thinking that this was well done yeah. <laughs> just the cutaway from like the high tension moments like cut away and then immediately cut back to it but like five seconds after it already happens like that's that happened a few times and i don't know why yes yeah, such a weird choice yeah yeah, because they're always like, oh, this is an anticlimactic moment. We're cutting away. We just wrote ourselves into a boring corner. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's weird. It's an interesting take. But the men are so handsome. They're so handsome. Except for Barbie. It's just like, I, I get that. He's try- pretty. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a weird style. 
<laughs> the hair, he's definitely got a lot of volume in that hair and it's flowing. Yeah. Like that La Fair Fawcett sort of uh, <laughs> tips to it. Um, but like for me, he like, and I get what they're trying to do. He's the young upcoming upstart who follows the corporate rules and eventually he's going to break out of his mold and be mm-hmm. more loose and Tiger's going to teach him how to live his life. Like I got that story. Mm-hmm. He's just so unlike, there's not a single redeeming thing about him. Yeah. Because we already saw all of his serial motivation is motivated motivated by publicity and scoring points. So even when he saves Tiger's daughter, we know he's just like, I got, you know, make sure my teeth are brushed for the cameras. Wink. Like, we know there's no genuine interest in any of this. And yeah. Just, and it's not like he knew that it was Tiger's daughter. So he wasn't doing it for a personal reason either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like, hey, camera crew's going to be outside. I got to be ready to you know, show off. And it's like, I have zero interest in him at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so. that empathy point is the like, oh, he's losing uh, publicity. Oh, he has no pi- privacy. It's like, yes, you went out there with your own name. People have forever had superhero names for this exact reason. You're just dumb and realizing after the fact, oh, this was a mistake. So I don't <laughs> feel bad for you on that front. Yeah. So it's, yeah. <laughs> it happened. There yet? No. 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 I think we can all agree. Ugh. Just recounting my notes, like, watching it, I was like, eh, it's pretty standard to a superhero anime. Like, it's what I expected it to be. But after, like, recounting my notes for the recount, I was like, I kind of don't like, maybe I don't like, I kind of hate this. <laughs> like, yeah. None of it makes sense. <laughs> I didn't realize until I said it out loud. Um, but I will say, because I just read a chapter of it this morning, uh, if you're interested in this dynamic of, like, young rule follower and, like, kind of washed up old, like, guy, but, like, you know, kind of trying to relive his prime. Uh, there's a manga in Shonen Jump called Kaiju Number no. Eight, which is still young, still pretty early, but pretty good and like fun and like I I care about the characters, <laughs> so it's a very similar dynamic. But instead of superheroes, one guy turns into a kaiju. So mm. neat. Yeah, I'd recommend <laughs> that instead. Uh, but yeah, so what do we have going on next week? Next week. We're getting patriotic. It's going to be our 4th of July episode. So we got to celebrate that red, white, and blue the only way we know how. We're watching Wakfu, the French anime. Yay. (laughs) Because America wouldn't exist without France's help. (laughs) We're really having a freedom fries moment here. Uh, But yeah, if there's a show you, the listener, would like us to watch, you can send your recommendations to us. Our email is areweebthereyet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at areweebthereyet on both. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan, where they're pretty dead these days, but uh, (laughs) that's from a brain. Um, But yeah, you can also listen to other podcasts I do, like B-Sides Now or Echoed Locations. You can find me on Instagram at honey.d, on Twitter at honeyd8 and honeydart, or on Twitch at honey underscore d, and honey is spelled H-U-N-N-I-E. Find me on Twitter at abtsbrendan if you want the occasional retweet of Chainsaw Man or Final Fantasy IX art, and a 3 a.m. questioning of why did I eat this food I knew it would make me sick. (laughs) You can also find me at Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I also do. Thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song stories. You can find all of Louis's music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. What if it was a furry superhero anime? Now, hey, yeah. hang on. Hold on. <laughs> that would be much more interesting. <laughs>
<laughs> Even I visually, they're not fucking Iron Man. They're something else.